Now it's Sunday evening, which of course means we are here with Sports Saturday on Leitrim Daily. I'm Breffney Early and I'm joined by the chairman of Leitrim GA, Terence Boyle. Terence, welcome to the show. Thanks, Breffney. There's been a league final this morning in Division 4. We'll talk about that in a minute, but I suppose for Ocknashielan it hasn't been the best weekend of the year. No, it hasn't been. We're actually going to be playing our football in Division 2 next year with four teams dropping out of Division 1. We slipped up against Fina yesterday evening. We were in a good position at half-time, but Fina finished the game a lot stronger, even though they were a man down. So, But it was a good competitive game. There was a good scoreline put up. But I suppose heading into the championship next week is not on the back of a, a defeat you want to be facing into the county champions. Yeah, we'll just take a quick look through the results from Division 1 of the league last night. Fina St. Collins, 3-13, Ochnashielan, 2-11, as we mentioned. A five-point yeah. defeat for your own side there. Alan Gales conceded their game to Balnamore, while Mull beat Gort Letcher by nine points, 3-22 to 3-13. Leitrim Gales went down to Glencar Manor, 1-11 to 2-16. A tight game there, but the experience of the Northern team uh, showed out in the second half, particularly with their eye for goal and Ahawillan 14 points St Mary's Kiltahard 2-10 a 2 point victory for Carrick and Shannon there some games in Division 2 also last night Balnaglera 2-7 Nave Porrick Drummahair 2-14 Bornacula 1-8 Clune 11 points a draw in Drummond while Ahavas 2-18 Kiltubbard 1-14 late score for Eslin versus Drumcuran and two games this morning both walk overs for Drum Riley and Carrie Gallen against Manor Hamilton and Mull GA Club, respectively. Now, the other game of the weekend, Terence, you were at this morning. Kiltubbard won 12, Leitrim Gale 7 points in the Division 4 League Final. What was the game like? Well, it was a very good for Division 4. It was a very keenly contested game. I suppose Kiltubbard just a bit more experience. Had a great good mix of youth and experience on the team, and just a little bit more experience which brought them across the line. They got turned, got scores at crucial moments, and then of course the goal was pivotal. And Leighton, the best team won on the day, but it was tit for tat the whole way through, you know. Yeah, and obviously that brings the Division Four season to a close. Now, speaking of Championship, as you mentioned earlier, we kick off next season. It must be. A kind of a, a build-up to the championship must be an exciting time to be involved with football in the county. Oh, absolutely. I suppose all our clubs, even the league games, it's the championship. All our clubs will be gearing from, from January on, and especially when the job is made in March, that's the championship is their focus, and the championship, I suppose, defines their year to a certain degree. Everyone strives to win their respective championship, whatever grade they're playing at, so... I just say our real football season kicks off next Friday night. I, I don't want to put too fine a point on it or put you under too much pressure, but uh, any tips for who might win the championship this year? Uh, look, it's hard to look past, I suppose, our two the people, the two teams that are flying in Division One, Mohol and uh, Sean O'Hessens, um are going very well in the in the league. And Sean O'Hessian looks to be particularly strong this year. And uh, I give them an outside shot for coming away with honours this year. But as always, Ahawillan won't be far off the mark. I, I know they got pipped there yesterday evening by St Mary's, who have their hat in the ring as well. So the other two teams won't be far off. I suppose if I was putting 
me money on it, I'd have to be looking to Sean Hastings at the moment. You're a brave man, Terence. I wouldn't be that brave to put money on anybody. Make a lot of enemies for yourself. But uh, no, absolutely. <clears throat> of course, Glencar Manor. I saw last night uh, in Leitrim Village, and they were quite impressive. Uh, missing a few players, but I'd have to throw them in as probably the top five teams that realistically oh, have a chance of winning this year's title. At the other end, because of the restructuring of the competitions at club level, three teams will be relegated from senior status this year. How is that going to work? Can you tell us? There's two groups. And the bottom team in each group is automatically relegated, and then the other two teams play off. There will be three teams losing their senior status this year. Okay, and then the other four teams will progress to the quarterfinals as normal. Yeah. And in the same in Division Two, what's going to happen in in the intermediate ranks? One team come up to be One replaced team, by the, the three. The winners, the winners of the intermediate will come up to the senior. So we'll have ten teams in senior next year. When I have you, Terence, it would be remiss of me not to ask you about the season so far. It's been a pretty landmark year for GA in the county in terms of league successes and the success of the hurlers. Tell us a little bit about what's going right in Leitrim GA at the moment. For 2019, it'll go down as a landmark year when our footballers being promoted from Division 4. The fantastic campaign, uh, only losing out to the eventual winners, Derry, the whole year in the league it was a fantastic performance from the lads and full credit must go to them because we've been trying a long time to get out of division four seven years and then of course the fantastic year our hurlers had in winning the national title in crow park and bringing the trophy back to park sean it was a fantastic day again and that will live long in the memory of all of leitham's never mind just the hurling fraternity you know in terms of the future, Terence, of Leitrim football, what are the plans for 2020 at county level? Have we the same management team and, and same bulk of the group of players? Yeah, of course, all our players are back with their clubs at the moment. Well, hopefully, they'll all commit again next year because we have a good group of players there. They perform very well and we'd like to see them all back and build on their performance of this year and given the Division 3 well, I suppose our first priority would be to maintain our Division 3 status, if not to get up to the to the business end of it and be fighting for the Irishers. It would be a fantastic achievement again because playing the football at a higher level, it sets you up far better for the you know, Connacht Championship later on in the year. At the minute, we're on the cusp of uh, getting our centre of excellence finally fully completed and it'll be opened on the 7th of uh, September by the Yukon on Sean O'Horn. And uh, I want to sincerely thank everyone. We had a Brick in the Wall campaign there. If anyone was listening, it's closing tomorrow evening at 5 o'clock for this first phase of it, and which has been a phenomenal success. So I want to sincerely thank everyone that has contributed, that has left us in a position that we can fully finish our Centre of Excellence virtually debt-free, you know. That's fantastic. And of course, as you mentioned, that is still open until tomorrow afternoon at 5 p.m. And who should people who should people contact if they're interested in getting involved in that at this late well, stage? If they contact any one of the county officers, or Brian Blake is in the centre of upgrading the stuff. And uh, any of the county officers, or Brian Blake, will suffice for tomorrow evening. The online closed yesterday evening, so the company that's sorting out the bricks and plaques for us can't do them online but they'll take them from the back office 
till five o'clock tomorrow evening to guarantee them on the up on the wall for the opening on the seventh. Well, Terence, it's all very positive at the moment in the world of GA across the county, and thanks for joining us this afternoon. No bother. Last night in Division 1, Glencar Manor beat Leitrim Gales by a margin of 8 points in Leitrim Village. After the game, I caught up with Glencar Manor Hamilton manager Shane Ward. Shane, reasonably comfortable victory in the end for you against Leitrim Gales today? I suppose the, the score flatters us a bit. I thought we had to really work hard for it. Um, really tricky opposition and uh, really well set up. Um, took us a while to get to grips with it in the first 15-20 minutes and then we did. We pushed on and kicked on. We were a point up at half time but we really grabbed the last 15 in the first half because it was for the neck and I uh, thought we got the grips at the middle of the park and so on. Um, but no, uh, just a tricky opposition and we had to work damn hard for it. We were pushed back to our own 45 in the first at the start of the second half and we, we got a few turnovers and we built from there. But um, we didn't get to this, play the game on the way we like to play it and uh, we had to work damn hard for a win there. Leitrim Gales in the Intermediate Championship this year. You step up to play a senior opposition next week in FINA in the first round of the Championship. How are you shaping up for that? Uh, yeah, I suppose, yeah, we're looking forward to the Championship starting. You know, we had a, a long layoff there in, in uh, May and June, so kind of got a bit of steam up now with regard to playing league games back-to-back, which has been good. But the, the Championship is coming faster in the corner. Um, you know, I know FINA had a mixed league themselves, but uh, Championship is a whole different ball game, and I know every team will put, put their best foot forward. And again, there'll be days we'll have to dig it out, and there's days we'll have to really, um, I suppose, treat every opposition for what they are and try and work a way around it. Manor have been there or thereabouts for the last probably decade or so what's the expectation going into this year's competition um well i suppose yeah they have been there thereabouts and it's a fairly similar group i think they're a very seasoned group but um i suppose the expectations are game by game to be honest um, we're looking game by game i suppose try and get out of a group and get into a good position for the last eight and uh, after that it really is um you know 50 50 everyone has to put their best foot forward there and um there's a lot of teams at the top of the league now at the minute that are working really hard and trying to put, I suppose, challenge themselves or benchmark themselves by playing manner. So, um, you know, every day we go out, we're going to meet teams that are really well set up and teams that are looking to put the mark on us. You know, it'll be a fair challenge, but challenge the boys, I'm confident they will meet. Thank you very much. No bother. This afternoon in Park, Sean McDermott at Kilturbert won the Division 4 League Final. Arguably the best team in the division all year, having topped the group with only one defeat. I'm joined by Fergal Meehan, their full back, and Connor Pryor, their captain. Lads, congratulations. Thanks very much, Bradley. Fergal, I'm going to start with yourself. Um, a bit of a stalwart of the club. You've been around a, a fair while, a couple of years. It must be nice to get a bit of silverware. Absolutely brilliant, Bradley. Um, I think we're probably six or seven years without the last bit of silverware, but. When that final whistle was blown, there was three or four lads behind me, uh, all under the age of 22. And if you've seen the the delight with those lads, it, like for a Division 4 league, it meant an awful lot to them. And that meant more to me than probably it did to the lads winning the actual game itself. But um, that's where we're at. We're a club in transition. And uh, to see lads, you know, just hitting above 20 and getting their first adult medal at a, you know, football grade, it's it's absolutely brilliant and that's that's where we are now. Tell us a little bit about the game, Fergal. The game the game of itself was sort of an end to end to begin with. Then the conditions progressively got worse with the the rain and there's a few spilled balls. So it wasn't uh, a high scoring affair by any stage, but what what appeared to us was uh, every time, you know, the ball 
or went down our side, probably had a better conversion towards the end, definitely. I, I guess early in the second half, any ball that came in our side of defence, Leitrim Gales were, were struggling because it was probably, it got more and more to the situation where they needed the goal. So they were trying to work it in that bit more and it just wasn't working for them. But um, we, we had a couple of lads, uh, leaders that just stepped up to it, like James Gale and we had Owen Dolan just um, took it on and he was able to hit those balls just out of nowhere over the bar and that sort of pushed us on and, and opened that gap that we were no longer like fearful of, you know, if we did concede that goal, you know, we were going to be able to see this out to the end. Michael McCormick as well, he was able to command at midfield. He was winning a lot of possession. And he was able to either, you know, drive it on further up into the forward line or just bring it along, you know, and move it out to the wings. So, you know, there was a few, a few key personnel that were just able to turn that game for us. Patrick Meehan was another one on the wings. Goal. He scored a goal, was it? In terms of the yeah. game itself, I think the final score was 112 to 7 points, an 8-point victory. Yeah. It's always nice to get that result, especially against a local rival. What do I feel like to, to lift that trophy at the end? Oh, great, yeah. After them beating us in the league, part of it just made up for the whole lot and especially when you didn't know if you had a team or not at the beginning of the year just meant a lot like saying that all the lads pulled together and just fought through it the big thing for Kiltober at the moment is like there's obviously there's two teams there and our first team is suffering a bit at the moment and, and it's funny there's a lot of overlap with the first team and the second team you know there's only the difference of maybe five or so players you know to, to, to like I was saying to you earlier like when that final whistle was blown, to see, like, when I looked behind me, there was three or four lads on my team and, you know, under the age of 22. And the delight and, and you know, to, to win something the first time in adult football was amazing for them. And I, I think it's, it's going to be great things for Kiltober going forward. And, you know, a lot of people say, ah, oh, it's only junior, it's only Division 4 and that. But, you know, when you're lifting silver like Connor did, you know, it means a lot for those lads. It is that time in the show when we take a little break to remind you about your chance to really experience Leitrim. On the show through the month of July, we are giving away the opportunity to sample the best of activities, food, attractions and places to stay in the county. The prize includes a two-night self-catering stay for two in Tawny Lust Lodge, Manor Hamilton, dinner for two at the Landmark Hotel with two tickets for a show at the Landmark Central in Carrick and Shannon, an overnight stay for two in the Loch Allen Hotel a box tea breakfast in our Happy Place Cafe, also in Carrick and Shannon, a cycle for two along the Shannon Blue Way, courtesy of Electric Bike Trails. Fishtracker.ie have donated a short cruise and an introduction to fishing on the Shannon Queen, while we have a try-a-dive session with Dive Atlantic. There's a two-hour guided hike through the glens of North Leitrim with Leitrim Walks and the opportunity for you and a friend to be one of the first visitors to the new visitor centre at the Shed Distillery of PJ Rigney. That's not all. We also have a director's tour of the dock where the director of the dock, Sarah Searson, will provide you with a background to what is going on at the dock as well as a history of the building itself. There are gifts from the casting emporium and the Bears Cabin to go with it. All in all, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal prize and we want you to have it. Every day on the show, we will be picking one person and at the end of the month, all of those daily winners will be entered into a hat and one person will win 
absolutely everything on that list. It's an absolutely amazing prize, worth hundreds and hundreds of euros. But more importantly, it gives you a real a chance to experience Leitrim on the show. To enter, it's really simple. Just comment on our posts on Instagram, Facebook, or send us a reply on Twitter today, and you could be today's winner and find your name in the hat to win all of those experiences at the end of the month. The very, very best of luck. We did talk about the National Rowing Championships last week with Aoife Lowe and I am delighted to be joined by one of the committee members and one of the coaches of the rowing club here in Carrick and Shannon, Michael O'Rourke. Welcome to the show, Michael. Thanks very much, Prefney. You are a long-established member of the, the club and as Aoife mentioned last week, one of the stalwarts behind the success of the teams. It was a great week at the rowing championships last week for you. Uh, yeah, we had a brilliant weekend. Uh, we were down there from uh, Thursday evening and uh, rowing was all Friday, Saturday, Sunday and uh, yeah, we, we had a really, really good weekend making lots of finals uh, at the junior levels and also we had a couple of our scholars, uh, Fintan Early and also uh, rowing at intermediate level and at rowing at senior level as well down there and along with that we had uh, Shauna Murtha, uh, another girl who's kind of come from the junior ranks and she's also rowing in the senior ranks now as well. At, at intermediate level and at club level so really good weekend and lots of good results uh, making finals as I said and semi-finals and uh, then our juniors as well uh, lots of them from we'd say junior 14s with a junior 14 quad down there finished second in the final to a to a very good and a skilling crew and uh, you know if we had another crack at them on the day we probably would have had a, had a shout at it uh, and then more junior 15 junior 16 crews down there as well and then I suppose some of those crews break up then and go and have a crack of it in the in the single skulls as well so so lots of action and we'd say all day friday we had people coming on the road down the race for carrick and all day saturday and all the sunday as well so it was fantastic obviously not just within the carrick colors but you had former members who've kind of come through the ranks at carrick who are now in university studying third level and have got some level of success with their universities at the championships this year too Absolutely, Refney. Yeah. So the, the the big the big one at the weekend was was Thomas Early, who uh, rode for Carrick at junior uh, levels right through from under 14s, 16s, 18s, right the way through, uh, and he's now rowing with UCD. So I suppose Thomas has a has a good story in there. That uh, last year he was in, a, in an intermediate eight that came uh, first down the championship. So that intermediate eight now they've now moved on to the senior ranks, and. Uh, I suppose it was hard to know as the year rolled on because there were so many regattas, Lochrin included and Cork regatta and some of the big regattas. It's very hard to know how crews were doing and where they were at. Uh, but that UCD8, they were going very well. And um, I suppose the, the big opposition that everyone was tipping down there was Commercial Rowing Club from Island Bridge in Dublin. Commercial are the, the senior eight champions the last three years in a row. Uh, and they were also rowing in Henley the previous weekend in the Thames Challenge Cup and they, they finished up in, on semi-finals day. So, the, you know, they were going to be a tough crew to beat. But uh, Thomas and the UCD crew, uh, they're coached by a Martin Feely. He's from Roscommon Man, and he's done great work with them. And, uh, yeah, they, they came through, and they dominated that final. And they really, from start to finish, they made a move from about 500 in, and they dominated. So, you know, it's great. We have a Leitrim man now as a senior age champion in, in rowing. So that, that was the big story. Then following on from that, we had Ella Brogan, and Ella is again a junior who rode all the way through in junior quads and junior doubles down in Carrick, and you know she run, learned her rowing down the years with us, and Ella has moved to Queen's in the last couple of years. She's studying up there. So Ella uh, got herself into the, the lightweight single skulls final down in Cork, 
Uh, and again, very, very tough, tough comp- competition to be in. Uh, but Ella uh, mustered it and she got to uh, second place in the lightweight single skulls final. And the bounce off that is that Ella has now been selected for the uh, the home international regatta, which is going to be in Strathclyde in a couple of weeks' time. So only today uh, I got an update there. She's down in, in Carlo Rowing Club and she's doing a bit of training down there now for the next couple of days. Uh, and after that, then they move back down to the National Rowing Centre in Cork. And uh, from there, I suppose, they'll move to Strathclyde. And, you know, everyone in Carrick were, were over the moon, I suppose, first and foremost, uh, for Ella, because this is her second year at the, the Home Internationals. And she's going to have a really good crack at it this year. Uh, and so we wish her the very best of luck. In terms of the club going forward, obviously, it's not that far to regatta weekend. Do you want to tell me a little bit of what's going to happen over the weekend? Oh, absolutely, yeah. So uh, we come back from the championships last weekend and we're all pretty tired now. So there wasn't a massive amount on this week. But over the last few days, yeah, we've got lots of all of our junior crews who maybe didn't travel to um, the championships down in Cork. We'd have a lot of maybe younger junior 14s and junior 15s and, and novice competitors who uh, haven't maybe raced in too many regattas and mightn't have been ready for the championships this year. They're going to be getting ready now over the next uh, two weeks or so uh, for our own regatta. Now, Carrick Regatta is, you know, one of the oldest regattas in the country and it's a three-lane course. It's a sprint regatta. It's approximately 440 metres uh, raced from outside the Landmark Hotel. Uh, there'll be stake boats there and you race all the way down to um, down to more or less where Moon River is, is moored. And as I said, it's a, it's a three-lane course and it's a, it's, a, it's a really fun regatta. It's a brilliant regatta for newcomers to the sport. It's a, it's a real entry-level regatta. Uh, and a lot of youngsters, you know, if you if you chat, you know, maybe some of them senior crews around the country, you say, you know, where did you get your first row? They may have got their first row up in Carrick. It's it's seen as that, and it's also seen as a good culmination to the year after Carrick. You know, the boats are put away more or less for the month of August, which I suppose is it's one of the best months of the year for rowing. But it's just everyone needs a break, uh, and then after that we get back into you know rowing once it comes into the school time in September again. But uh, we've a lot of people, you know, lined up, uh, real stalwarts of the club who'll be togging out on the day to do all the various jobs. Um, I suppose one of the main men will be our chairperson, Gabriel Cox, from out at Leitrim there. Gabriel will be the master of ceremonies on the day, and he'll be, you know, welcoming people to Carrick and Shannon. And also he'll be doing the, uh, the commentary on the keys all day long, keeping us up to date, how racing is progressing and how things is going. And then we've other people like John Lowe and Mark Butler, the captain and vice captain of the club. And, you know, they will be keeping keeping things moving. John Lowe generally takes charge of the, the club area in terms of safety and marshalling of boats and getting crews out onto the water safety, uh, safety-wise. And then uh, Mark Butler was generally will be the starter for a good part of the day. Uh, and he'll keep the crews moving, keep the regatta on time. Uh, and then other people, myself included, and also people like Porrick Layden and Orla Galuli, Barry Ryan, other volunteers down at the club, we might be umpiring or launch driving or whatever, doing a bit of safety work just to keep the regatta going. But it's, it's a big undertaking. You know, we'll have uh, a couple of hundred crews hitting the water. We'll have racing all day from about half eight in the morning through till about seven o'clock in the evening. So, there will, you know, we'll have up on 100 races all day long. Uh, so it's a big undertaking. And then we're very, very lucky. We have fantastic parents in the club uh, who will help out, you know, providing food uh, and helping out in all the various ways. Uh, look, because the regatta is, it is an income for the club, uh, and you know we make a, a few euro, hopefully on on food during the day. So I suppose that's the, that's the regatta. And look, at it, we, we'd also like to say it's not just for people who are involved, uh, be it uh, crews and rowers, but uh, it's also it's a great community event, and we want to see as much many people around Carrick, South Leitrim, North of Scone, anyone who's knocking around Carrick, you know, come down on the day. 
Uh, give it a look, come down, spend a couple of hours of it, enjoy it. Hopefully the weather is going to be good and the weather will be with us uh, because it's a really, really good fun day out. Best of luck and I uh, hope it all goes really, really well for you. Brilliant, thanks very much for having And that, folks, is it for another week on Leitrim Daily. We are back tomorrow morning with Kiss My Arts and I'm sitting down with Jackie McKenna for a look at her work and what's available for people at the Leitrim Sculpture Centre in Manor Hamilton. Talk to you then.